0: It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, Your Chicago Scene Salvation, featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago nightlife community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week, at least once a week, at chicagoverseunited.com You can also follow the show online at Facebook.com slash Dynasty Podcasts. This week, I'm talking with Roman from Chicago Club Rockers Jump Smokers in advance of the group's appearance at the Chicago Bamboozle Festival this coming Saturday, May 9th at Charter One Pavilion. Roman, how's it going?
1: Hey, man. How
0: you doing? All good, all good. You guys have a lot going on. Before we get to that, I wanted to touch on some of the background of the group, uh, let people know who might not know. How did Jump Smokers kind of come together and get started?
1: I'm not going to lie, man. It kind of started as a, a side project. We uh, There was a few of us individually doing our, our thing musically here in Chicago, and then we kind of had the idea, you know, come up with this, like, dance, electro-type project. And uh, we just thought, okay, you know what? Let's just do a couple tracks and, and give them out on the Internet for free, try to create a buzz. And, and the first thing that we actually did was a song called My Flow So Tight, which is the uh, infamous Chris Brown Shake It His Ass Kick song. And um, <laughs> that song just, like, blew up beyond our our wildest dreams, man. Like, we never thought it would get played on radio. And next thing you know, it's like a top 40 record nationwide and on over like 88 stations across the country. And we're doing interviews with the Associated Press. So like we're on the, the top story of MTV.com, CNN.com, um, Eonline.com. It was just, it, it kind of took on a life of its own. Uh, again, kind of started as like a little bit of a joke. Thought we could maybe, you know, get people in the club talking about it. But it just blew up to this big, big song. And, and that in itself got us our record deal and, and got us working with Pitbull and Mariah Carey and coincidentally Rihanna. So, um yeah, I, I gotta say the group kind of started as a joke.
0: Well, you know, that was when I first heard of you guys, is when when my flow so tight started really getting some play on the radio. And that was right at the time when you know the whole Chris Brown thing happened, but everyone was afraid to call him out. You know, everyone was kinda taking this real safe stance that seemed like like, Well, we don't know what happened, I'm sure there's two sides, and it's like, no. Like yeah. you see those pictures and her face is fucked up. That's not that, cool. That's
1: exactly our, our stance, you know. I mean, I personally don't- have any any beef for chris brown like he didn't do anything to me but it was like i was sick of celebrities that were like well yeah we don't know what really happened it, it doesn't matter what happened like we saw those pictures and what he did was a thousand percent wrong and it was like we are the first we are we were the first you know group or anybody but to actually take a side and call him out for what he did and you know we the, the song may have started as a joke but i'm actually pretty proud of that verse that i wrote in that song because it really takes a stand and, and goes into detail about you know um, what he did was wrong and, and nobody should ever forgive
0: for that I, I am with you 100 i was i was disgusted when i was reading everything where no one had the balls you know because everyone's playing the game in hollywood and nobody right. could just come out and say like what the f- how did you do this exactly. so i want to say maybe
1: oprah and perez hilton they both also took a stand too but i mean musically we were definitely the first
0: one now another one of your tracks kind of that pretty soon after that surfaced was don't be a douchebag and that kind of calls out a lot of the worst types of club goers you see uh-huh. out in the nightlife scene what are some of the the worst like club trends that you see in Chicago right now
1: funny because there's the quote-unquote douchebags in Chicago, and, and we just kind of wrote what we saw in the clubs here. You know, you got the guys that are orange-looking, you know, it's the middle of the winter, but they're orange and tan. Um, they got the tight Affliction t-shirts on, or the Ed Hardy gear, or whatever. Like, you know, it was just kind of, like, you know, the big muscle dudes that are wearing shirts that are five sizes too small. And, um, you know, we just kind of thought it'd be funny to write a song about that. But the funny thing is, whenever we go city to city all across the country, and even to Canada, everybody's like, man, you must have wrote that song about the guys here in this city or in this city. Like, it seems like it's definitely relatable, not just in Chicago, but all over the world.
0: Yeah, those those dudes are out at all the clubs, unfortunately, and I bet a lot of guys or a lot of club goers hear that track and they're like, they're like, oh, it's not talking about me, and they get into it, but, <laughs> you know, those are the same dudes. I mean, it's not a natural look, because, you know, I live in Chicago, you live in Chicago. It's like, if you're orange in January, you're right. That's 100% unnatural and just not believable at all.
1: Exactly, and, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you, you gotta kind of laugh, and we have done shows where there's been the guy in the Ed Hardy tight t-shirt that is like singing along and he's having a good time with it. I mean, it's funny. Actually, I was in Canada. We were performing out there like a month ago. And one of the guys who owned the club, really cool dude, but he's like, listen, look at me. I'm promoting this show, spending a lot of money to get you guys out here. And I look in the mirror and I'm actually a douchebag by your description. But <laughs> people do have, they have a good time with it. And uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Some of those douchebags are, are, are big dudes. They could probably beat us all up. But, <laughs> but the bottom line is it had to be said. And hopefully we can, help with the death of affliction t-shirts in the club you know
0: now where are some of the places when you're at home when you're in chicago that you hit or maybe that you avoid like what are your favorite spots to be at you
1: know we all have our own things you know uh uh, v scratch he he, he's one of the one of the best djs here in chicago and and he spins at all different types of clubs man i mean it's it's hard to put our finger on it and then radon you know our main producer and and another dj he spun every saturday here at the legendary crowbar in chicago which recently closed yeah two or three weeks ago but he was the, the saturday night resident and DJ over there, we're everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, well, when we're in town, I mean, if I'm looking for a good time, I'm, I might just go out to a certain club on a on a Friday or Saturday night, but there's every club, I, I probably, there's probably not one club we haven't gone to yet.
0: You know, when you're out on the road, when you're getting into different cities and places like that, are there any cities where you're like, man, there's not going to be any kind of club scene here, where you're totally blown away and then people, like, entirely blow it up?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll be honest with you, man, I mean, we've been all across the U.S., and, and I expected, you know, I, I knew Miami be good, I, you know, I knew San Diego be you know. You kind of expect when well, we've been in Canada, Canada now twice, two different stints out there. And Canada is crazy, man. Those, those people go crazy, and uh, well, there's a definite club scene out there. And I mean, we were in Quebec, we were in uh, Newfoundland, Calgary. I mean, it, it's crazy. Like, I mean, I didn't know too much about Canada before this group, but getting out there, it, it was surprisingly uh, amazing how how much these people were not only into the club scene, but they were into our music, and that was kind of cool to see.
0: This Saturday, out at Charter One Pavilion, you're playing the Bamboozle Festival, which kind of puts you. In front of more of an all ages rock show crowd. How did that come together?
1: Well, it's kind of crazy the way music is right now. Uh, The headliners are Cobra Starship 303, and those two groups in particular definitely fuse the uh, rock slash electro type things. You know, Mm -hmm. Cobra Starship, their big single is Good Girls Gone Bad. That's an electro record, you know? Absolutely. um, It seems definitely music, the genres have fused together. And, you know, back in the day, like, you know, let's say Guns N' Roses, we, we would, would not be a group to open up for Guns N' Roses, but no. you now what we do is with, with the electro beats, beats to, with, with the, the rock, rock, and, you know, whatever you call it, it's, we definitely fit, you know. Um, we're excited. It's definitely, uh, any audience that we've been in front of, knock on wood, we've definitely won over. Whether you were a fan of ours before the show, you'll be a fan of ours afterwards regardless, because, you know, again, it's just good party music, feel-good music, and, uh, and yeah, we're excited, man. Plus, our hometown, beautiful venue, Rock right Lake Michigan, like, it's gonna be amazing.
0: I think it does make sense, especially with headliners like 303 and um cobra uh, starship Starship, absolutely but you know when i saw that i was like that kind of makes a lot of sense and they've got kind of the more emotional side of things with like something corporate but you know that is a big part of the rock scene right now in the youth culture right now is like the party rock people Absolutely. love that stuff
1: i mean you know LMFAO. you know obviously mm-hmm. they friends of ours and uh and you know people have compared us to them you know but i mean bottom line is is that everybody wants to have a good time whether you're an alternative kid whether you're a college kid whether you're a rock kid everybody wants to have a good time And LMFAO, you know that song shots will go on and whether whatever music you're into you like that song you know and we just kind of hope that's the same with our songs you know you hear now you see it you know you hear the my flow so tight don't be a deuce no matter what you have in your iPod you like those songs and it's definitely a natural fit
0: couple projects in the works for this year debut album Kings of the Dance Floor that's coming out this year right
1: yes I believe uh, actually July 27th we just found out is our actual release date so July 27th Kings of the Dance Floor it's on Ultra Records and you know we actually have to hand it in on Friday so we were in the studio all this week putting the finishing touches on it but it's cool man I mean we're very very proud of this record we have everybody from we have Pitbull on three songs we have um, Twist on the the record, Baby Bash, Frankie J. We're going to include one of our Mariah Carey remixes. That's a really good album and we're really excited about it. Um, It's going to hopefully take electronic music, electro music and and make it a little more commercial, a little more radio friendly and just, you know, hopefully just just push dance music a little bit more.
0: Yeah, you guys have had a lot of luck kind of with the radio approach. It seems like a lot of acts, especially newer acts, are not breaking through, but you guys kind of came out of nowhere, you know, the Chris Brown and Don't Be a Douchebag and then I've heard some of your Mariah Carey remixes on, you know, some of the Pop and Urban stations in the city as well so that's that's got to be pretty great having being newer and just hitting that format right away
1: yeah we kind of got lucky uh actually we got very lucky with the with the the chris brown song obviously that was very topical and everything but we didn't want to be a gimmicky group you know so once that song hit on radio you know the i think the next song we worked on actually was the now you see it with pitbull and that song you know we had a video on mtv with pitbull with with that song and i think that made us more of a credible group and it was like oh they're not just a joke they can actually make like dope beats and you know rap and, and and you know have great hooks and everything and uh radios always just really embraced us our remixes are very big you know i mean we, we did you know rihanna's first two singles off this album and and they were kind of more well the first single, "Russian western roulette was a very like kind of mid-tempo song that we just turned into a club banger you know and actually we were part of uh our, i want to say five number one dance records on the billboard chart this year you know they they have like the top uh hot 100 charts but they have the, also mm-hmm. the dance charts and and Five of our remixes that were included in, in, the, in the maxi singles, you know, reached number one on Billboard. So we definitely have our, our hands in a lot of things. Where when, whether it's a, a hot remix or whether it's a hot original, it, they're all very radio friendly. And um, yeah, I mean, again, knock on wood, we've been uh, we've been blessed to have radio embrace us.
0: I saw on your Twitter listing a Mariah Carey remix album set for release in two thousand and ten. Is that a project that's still happening, still lined up for this year, or where is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know what? We uh, we were told it was going to come out June 29th. It was going to be on Island Death Jam Records. It's an entire remix CD that we've already... we've. It's been done since January. They've rushed us. Like, we had to get it done. I want to say by like, January 9th was our due date. So it's been done. We've been hearing conflicting reports. The label said yes. Then they said no. Then they said yes. it's back on the schedule. So trust us. We want this thing to be out. It's been ready since January. Um, the her urban remix CD uh, has been canceled, but they were they told us the label that our remix, our dance remix album is still coming out. So the last we heard was June 29th. Again, that file and Def Jam's situation. We want that record to come out. It, it, we're very proud of it. We worked very hard on that whole album. We we remixed her entire memoirs and Imperfect Angel album. We did 12 songs off that and remixed. I mean, remixed all all 12 of them. And uh, you know the ones that are out right now you can hear are obsessed and hate you and we're very proud of those records as well but the whole album is really good so our fingers are crossed that they follow through on their promise and put this record out because it it needs to be heard by not just jump smoker fans but mariah carey fans it's a good way to hear her in ways you haven't heard her yet
0: you know welcome to the music industry it's like hurry up and wait and then (laughs) wait and wait and wait
1: again we 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 were rushed the album had to be Turned in by January 9th, and here we are, you know, what is it, middle of May, and uh, they still, they're telling us it's coming out, so all, the, all I can do is say yes, we're looking forward to a big <laughs> summer. The Mariah Carey versus Jump Smokers remix album in June, and then our Kings of the Dance for album in July. It should be a great summer.
0: Now, have you gotten to meet her yet and get her actual feedback in person on any yeah, of your remixes?
1: Actually, I, actually I, I, our manager is, like, best friends with her, so I've been lucky enough, we've all been lucky enough to meet her before and, and talk with her before, and I gotta say, one of the coolest moments of my life was after we turned in the album... I want to say a week later, maybe. Um, I got a phone call on my cell phone, and I was like, "Hello," and it was a lady that was like, um, "Roman," and I'm like, "Yeah," and she's like. Um, this is Mariah, and it was like, first of all, that in itself, getting a phone call from her, no matter what it's about, is awesome, but then, for her to go on and be like, wow, I heard what you guys did with my album, like, I've listened to three songs so far, amazing, like, she loved it, you know, and it was so cool, she's so busy, and she's so big, she's such a big star, she didn't have to do that, you know, like, who are we to her, you know, but she did, she took a time out to let us know how proud of us that she was, and how much she approved of what we did with her music, so, that was really cool, so yeah, we definitely, I can definitely speak out firsthand, she loved the album that we did for her, so that's pretty cool,
0: Cool. I mean, you know, it's pretty amazing, and Mariah Carey, I'm really pretty big into the rock scene, especially in Chicago, but Mariah Carey is honestly my pop, I don't even want to say guilty pleasure, because that sounds so like apologetic, but favorite pop artist by far, always has been... And like, I mean, the "Hate You" remix—I thought that that was brilliant. You know, that was when I was like, "Wow, these guys are doing more than just like you said—the novelty songs." It's—it's it's going into different production areas.
1: I'll tell you, that was the first time we ever like really kind of got mad at the music industry because, um, okay, so she had the urban single of "Hate You." Yeah, the, it was very, very downtempo, very, very slow. It was a pretty song, but right. we did this like really fun and like upbeat. It was just—it felt perfect for summer and spring. Like, it was a great remix. That to me, that in my opinion, that's my favorite remix we've ever done to date like it just everything about it is just perfect you know and we just strongly feel that had they worked our version to radio it it did it was a huge hit here in Chicago because it was our version had they worked our version nationwide we really feel that song would have been a big hit for her and um that was our first time being like oh why didn't you just do this you know and I'm sure it's not going to be the last time we ever are disappointed in something but um you know (laughs) but, but thank you because that's definitely my favorite remix we've ever done as well
0: now, you know, Mariah Carey, Rihanna, you guys have done a lot of pop remixes. What have you got coming up down the line? What other remix work, you know, outside of your own production work?
1: Yeah, we just finished up, uh, like a month ago, a, a new artist, Jay-Z's number one priority, uh, Alexis Jordan. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a song called Happiness, and she's a great singer. She's like 16 or 17 years old. Great singer. We met her in Miami. I um, think she's going to be a big star. This song is pretty good, man. It's, uh, again, it's called Happiness. It's it, all on our website, JonesMokers.com. Um, we actually have Tal Cruz's new single. It's called uh, Dirty Picture with Kesha, and uh, we just finish up that remix that um hopefully we'll be hearing very very soon it's, it's a hot song so we think that song's gonna be a big hit and then our remix obviously you know it's it's real hard it's real electronic it's really cool so uh yeah i mean the towel Cruz is, is the one that we're looking looking forward to releasing we're in the studio with crystal waters who's like a dance legend and oh, wow yeah uh, we're remixing her a new single actually this week um yeah we just keep getting you know it, it's crazy because if i listen to the artists that we've remixed they just they all don't make sense with each other you know but from 3-6 Mafia to them, Mariah Carey to then Crystal Waters to Rihanna. I mean, they all are just, you know, different types of performers. But, you know, they they all feel that John Smokers can make them pop in the club. And, and we do them, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we obviously focus a lot on our album. But we, we hand that in on Friday. So once we hand that in, then it's, it's all about remixes. So we can, um you know, get back in the studio and, and do some more remixes for other artists.
0: You know, the final thing I wanted to check with you about. You guys have got this Pitbull tour coming up, going uh, out on a run of dates with Pitbull. Coming back to Chicago June 26. What else is coming up in 2010 for Jump Smokers? Like I said, you know, the albums and the remix work. What else are you looking at?
1: Well, um, again, you know, tentatively, uh, Mariah Carey remix album our album in July, Pitbull tour, we started at the end of May. Very excited about that. We'll give Pitbull all the credit in the world for putting us on. I mean, you know, the novelty of I Feel So Tight, the Chris Brown song, you know, kind of that would have worn off, you know, but Pitbull came in and now you see it gave us credibility and like he embraced our beats. I mean, we have three songs with him on our album, so he's really embraced this group. He's a fan of this group. Um, So that's cool. So yeah, we're touring with him at the end of the month and then throughout the summer. And then uh, the rumors are, this has not been confirmed, but I can tell you this, the rumors are that we're also going to be doing a a tour with LMFAO sometime in the fall so that we're, we're really cool with those guys they're really great with us we're big fans of theirs and and, and they love our project as well so um that would be a, a really really cool tour for us if we got to do you know lmfal as well so i mean you know we're just going to be keep keep hustling we're going to have a record release promo tour once you know uh july 27 comes around uh let everyone know our, our albums out in stores and basically we're gonna just we're gonna ride this thing out as long as we can <laughs>
0: Well, man, I think it's great what you guys are doing, and really I'm a fan, uh, especially because you are calling people out that need to be called out. You know, you've got your hands in a couple projects doing original work, remix work. You guys are obviously working hard, and you're doing Chicago Proud, so that's fantastic.
1: Well, thank you so much, and I will say, too, you know, when people get our album, I I name-dropped the city of Chicago probably three or four different times. I mean, so we're definitely not trying to forget where we came from. We're always proud of Chicago, talking about Chicago. Whenever I do interviews, it's all about Chicago, and I mean, it's definitely something that we hold true because, you know, dance music originated right here. Absolutely. So kind of like now we, you know, are, are obviously doing it a little differently, but whether it's commercial, whether it's whatever, like it started here and hopefully now we can take it to a whole new level here in 2010.
0: Well, and you know, everybody can see you guys at Bamboozle Festival this Saturday, May 15th at Charter One Pavilion. What time are you guys going on?
1: You know what? We don't know. We haven't even got, uh, we're waiting on an email back from the promoter, but I mean, so I, I don't know if it's an afternoon show, if it's an evening show, I don't really know, but May 15th, Bamboozle Tour, I'm sure they got a website that you can check out the lineup mm-hmm. or whatever. And if nothing else, us jumpsmokers.com the second we find out what time we're going on we'll put it on our
0: website for sure awesome roman thanks so much for taking a second to call in tonight man
1: thanks a lot man appreciate it
0: this has been the chicago verse united audio podcast your chicago scene salvation thanks to roman from jump smokers for calling into the show this week you can check out all the episodes of this podcast at chicago including past interviews with members of midnight conspiracy flostradamus Willie Joy, Matt Roan, and many, many more. And be sure to check out Chicago vs. United's sister podcast, The Ministry of the Dynasty, Your Pop Love Prophecy, at theministryofthedynasty.com, or become a fan of both podcasts at facebookcom dynastypodcast. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.